Cool, cool. Can uh, okay, can everybody hear me? Yeah, okay, yeah, I can hear you now, brother. Awesome. Okay, I guess we can go uh, left to right and just kind of introduce ourselves. So, uh, Hydrate, you're the founder at Hydrate Labs. Tell us more about that and tell us a little bit about yourself. Love it. Let's get weird. Let's have some fun. You know, Hydrate Labs is a lazy company, so we have no VC investor. It's just me. Uh, I'm a writer. I'm a collector. And I, you know, I like to do work in Web3. I like to help people. Um, but I think right now, especially, you know, it's bear market action. Levity and comedy and good vibes. So important. So that's what I'm about. Um, do a little uh, charitable giving. Got a group called Conscious Impact in Nepal I like to help. And, yeah, just try to research things. I, I really try to do layman's level research. Like, it's not going to be too serious. It's not going to be too in-depth. But, like, I write a quarterly Web3 domain article. And I basically try to, if you're coming in, you don't know much, you haven't spent the time, you just haven't had time, you can read my article and, like, catch up on the last quarter of all the action from ENS to Unstoppable to, you know, all those little integrations and details. So I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. And, Matt, I think it's the first time we've uh, been on stage together. Uh, I've seen you doing a lot of great work in the space. So hats off to you and Brad and, and the whole team. Appreciate that. Awesome. And then uh, next up is Ishmili. So super interesting. You're the founder of IMCX. I did a little bit of research on that. That's pretty cool. And I also saw you have, I think you have 1500.com domains, which is, it's a huge collection, man. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, feel free to introduce yourself to you. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a domain junkie. That's pretty much it. I own 2,500 plus website domain names. I'm literally looking at the auctions right now. trying to pick up more names. Um, I also invest in Web3 domain names and, you know, um, working on the first inaugural Domain Expo, which, in my opinion, is very needed. Um, people take different approaches to domaining, um, and there's a lot of unnecessary um, divisiveness that doesn't really sit well with me and is not in our common interest collectively. So I'm trying to bring everyone together um, in Las Vegas on... December 6th and 7th, um, so that we can all learn different approaches to domain. And I, I think this is going to be the first Web3 domain conference, but it's also open to Web2 domainers because I have a theory that there's going to be an intersection of Web2 and Web3, and that's where we're going to settle in. Um, Web2 is not going anywhere, and Web3 is here to stay. Right on. That's awesome. I looked into it too. I think Matt's going to be a speaker there, but I can let uh, Matt touch on that more. Can I say, Ishmaeli, a great take. Uh, the the animosity sometimes between these competing services is like really unnecessary. And I really try to lay that out and be neutral in my article. I just put it up top. And I have been dabbling in Web2 domains. I got some of my first uh, just this past year or so. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you, learning from you, and um, really, really good sentiment there. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, next up is uh, is Matt, if you want to introduce yourself real quick. I think he's having some uh, some sound issues. All right, we'll just go to uh, to Flexer. Yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for having me. I sure do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm Flexer.eth. Um, I'm a brand ambassador and the IRL events coordinator for ENS Maxi's NFT, a uh, 10,000 PFP collection. You guys can find those over on OpenSea or any of those secondary markets. Um, basically, it's just a project that is supporting ENS. Um, the founders are undoxed. Um, all they do is pretty much just ask the community to support ENS, use the ENS technology, build on the technology. One of the best mottos we have over in our community is build it and they will come. So um, we've been working really closely in our community with 1W3, Hadias over there, building these decentralized websites. And as a matter of fact, the other day, I was the first one to take a payment through PayPal on my decentralized website that was built on 1W3. So that's just, as far as I'm concerned, that's a catalyst to move to move the space forward. 
and I have to give mad flowers to my guy Ishmili there for the Las Vegas Domainers Conference. I'll, I'll be attending that as well with several people in our community. Um, just to throw it out there, uh, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I mean, competition is good. Um, all the, the dots, you know, whether it be .io, .art, .x, .eth, .whatever, they're all good depending on your strategy and depending on, on you know, what, what, what you guys are going to be using them for. Um, I believe, in my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion, um, .eth is the catalyst that's going to move everything forward, and that's why I build so heavily on ENS. ENS is my heart, so so that's why we are part of the ENS Maxis, and we're going to continue to support people like Ishmili, Unstoppable Domains, and everybody else that puts at least Web3 knowledge out to the public. I think the mainstream, I don't like to use the word mass adoption, but I do like to use the word mainstream usage, and I think mainstream usage of this technology really is going to help, you know, everybody's bags at the end of the day. It's kind of the elephant in the room. People don't want to talk about making money. That's what we're all here for, ladies and gentlemen. So so at the end of the day, let's just uh, help each other, lift each other up, and build with each other. So thank you so much for having me here today, brother. Yeah, of course. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know you guys a bit better, too. So you're the... um. Are you one of the founders of ENS Maxis, or did they hire you on as like a event coordinator, or how did that uh, how did that all start up? Um, yeah, the team is undoxed. Um, I'm, there's actually two doxed members of the team, myself and Amber Lenane. Amber is our videographer. Um, she does all the you. She takes care of the YouTube channels for us. She does a lot of really good videos. And in real life, she's a makeup artist. So she does a lot of like ENS Maxi PFP makeup art and, and, and does that for the community as well. Um, her husband, Rotaman, that guy does a lot of our poster art for us in the community. Like, so, um, yeah, they hired me and Amber afterwards, um, but the rest of the team is undoxed, yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. And uh, so where would you guys see Web3 domains in the next, like, three to five years? Like, where do you guys hope to see it? Where do you guys think it'll go? I can say that. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's obvious. There's certainly um, different phases when a technology comes out. Um, I think right now we're, we're sort of like in the acquisition phase, and that's always going to happen. Um, so those of us that are here is kind of super early. But I think the promise of Web3 domains is mostly for um, digital identity um, on the blockchain. We, we believe that, you know, these names, um, I mean, although we're speculating right now, will be addresses for, um, you know, a lot of utility, right? There, there are going to be ways people not only receive payments, but have visibility. And, um, you know, there, there are going to be d different protocols. I believe um, a lot of those protocols have been developed right now, sort of under the radar. Um, and I think, like I said earlier, Web2 is going to fuse into Web3. Um, a lot of CLDs are going to recognize that, you know, not everyone necessarily... Um, needs a domain name to purchase a website. Um, I think Unstoppable and ENS have proven that millions of people are eager to claim a stake of digital real estate um, without thinking of, you know, how does this resolve into a website? Um, that was, that's a theory that's been proven false. People are buying these names for all the utilities, and I think those utilities will keep being developed. Um, there's going to be a lot of innovation and I think five years from now, the dust will settle and people will really be very clear on why they need a Web3 digital identity. So those of us that are here early, um, the quote unquote speculators, um, as long as you're acquiring quality names, I believe you'll be handsomely rewarded. 100%. And uh, just checking with Matt, I just want to see if his, uh, if his sound is all good now. I think, I think so. I think what happened is if you can hear me, I think my wireless cut out temporarily. And then Twitter uh, is, or I should say X, is still, you know, working out some kinks, I think. Oh, yeah, awesome. Well, glad to hear you're, um, it's, it's working better now. But uh, yeah, going forward, I guess, what was, um, what was the moment that got you guys all hooked in, into domains? Like, what was that, like, oh, crap moment? Like, you realize, like, there's definitely something here. For me personally, it was the 10K, the four-digit run. When the four-digit run. I know Unstoppable will be there, and 
uh, we're looking forward to sponsoring. We, we're still working on that. Uh, and we'll, you know, I, but I don't think we've really advertised that to the unstoppable community yet. So if you haven't, I'd love to give you just, you know, a minute to plug that and kind of your vision for that conference out there in Vegas, which is one of the best cities on earth. Okay. I can speak on that for sure. Um, you know, like I said earlier, um, domains are a real established asset class. I, I know um, the host asked a question about when did you fall in love with domains? When I met Rick Schwartz, um, when I heard about Rick Schwartz selling a domain name for 8.9 million, I was in awe. And he was graceful enough to let me come to his home and interview him. Um, just seeing a real human being who achieved that level of success with domains made it even realer for me. Um, and I met with Muncie Khan, um, do business with Muncie now, and a bunch of other successful domainers and started working with TLDs from a marketing capacity. I think just meeting those people in person um, established a more in-depth relationship. And I've always been an event organizer. Um, so I felt like, you know, let me attend some of these domain conferences. And something was missing, to be frank, which was, I felt like Web3 was being treated as a, you know, a stepchild. <laughs> right? Go in that little room and talk amongst yourselves. And I just felt that that was an, an accurate depiction of what's really happening. Because I was reading about the unstoppable domains of the world, raising millions of dollars. Um, you know, I follow the space, you know, like a student. And I just felt like, well, this is a maturing industry. And I think anything I can do to provide a catalyst to its growth um, I love bringing people together. I think I believe in building a network. Um, I think there are a lot of um, there's a lot of disparities out there and different conspiracy theories that needs to be put to rest. And I think behind all these amazing developments are cool people. And it would be nice to connect with each other and meet each other, um, learn from each other. You know what I mean? And I think that that's really what it takes to take the industry collectively to the next level. Um, you know, Unstoppable Domains, congratulations. You guys have built a billion-dollar brand. You know, that's not something that just happens overnight, right? There are companies in the space that have raised millions of dollars. There are companies in the space like, you know, ENS Maxis that have sold, you know, they have a community of thousands of holders. So this is a beautiful industry. And if we can all unite, learn from each other, put our differences, our investment theories aside, I think there's going to be an amazing um, benefit and ROI from that. So I'm looking forward to everyone um, who can afford to attend being in Vegas. I think, uh, I think this year is going to be a really great um, time to do the conference. And we've been looking to step behind a conference, the domain name space um, for a while. So I think your timing is just fantastic. And why do I think the timing is fantastic is because I think the domain name industry realizes the barbarians are at the gates, right? We are the barbarians and we are at the gates of this industry. Domainers in Web3 have been here for five years now. We have thought a lot about this. We've thought a lot about the past, the present and the future. We've convinced some really smart guys in the traditional domain name space like they can see it. You know, the, the thought leaders inside traditional domain name space, they know this is coming. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to come out here and tell you guys a double domains, you know, five point strategy plan to take over the domain industry. Right. But I'm telling you, everyone in the Web3 space is just in an incredible position to remake this domains industry, which has not had a big shock since 2013, right, which was the last time there was the GTLD auctions um, at ICANN. That was the last time the domain industry had a lot of innovation come out. And you can see that innovation over the past 10 years has really opened up a lot more real estate. You know, .ai is a great extension. Uh, and um, there's a lot of other great extensions that have come out. .shop is actually a pretty good extension. That was one that went out in the last one. And so this Web3 wave is the next big wave, kind of like that one that happened in 2013. Uh, but the difference, and you've heard me say this before, is the number of people who need a Web3 domain, like they need a domain name for their uh, internet identity, is billions. Whereas the number of people who need an e-commerce website is, you know, 100 millions. So uh, not only 
is this like the next wave of innovation for domaining? Uh, but we think, and this is the thing that we believe in Web3 that Web2 doesn't quite believe yet because, I mean, it's a big thing to say. We think it's going to be 10 to 20 times bigger, right? <laughs> so but in terms of total addressable market, and we don't even know where that's going to end up yet. No one would have predicted. Um, you, you can't predict the future that far out is what I'm trying to say, but you can feel that this is it. So great timing on that and uh, looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah. And, um, you know, me personally, when I got, when I got started with this, it was with that 10 K club and the four digit mint out last April, like I was saying that, um, really opened my eyes to try to see what was going on. Now, most of the people in my community know that I am over 50 years old. So I missed.com. I mean, I have buddies that made a fortune on .com. As a matter of fact, one of our buddies, um, Ron, in our space, a lot of you guys probably know Ron. Ron was one of those dudes pounding the pavement, handing out AOL discs back in the day. So I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember the AOL disc, all right? And that bing, bing, all right, to just to get online back in the day, all right? So um, I, I missed it, man. I missed .com. So when I seen .east come out, and I seen, you know, the the real catalyst that launched them was that 10K club. And after that, right now, we're close to 3 million domains over there at .eth. So with that happening, really, in my head, the basis of domaining is websites. That's, that's just, I don't know. I, I put domains and websites in the same category because that domain needs to have a website, in my opinion. That's kind of the... Um, the point of, of kind of making money again, again, I'm, I'm going to talk about money where a lot of people won't. And at the end of the day, these domains needed to have a website. And it's kind of hard if you're not a builder, a coder, a developer, like, like if you, if you don't have that knowledge, it's a little bit hard to make a website on some of these domains. Now I will go ahead and, and support one W three time and time again, one W three has come in solid for you guys to build your websites on this platform. So easy. Anybody can do it. I'm telling you, I am not a techie techie dude. And like I said, I opened up the first web three dating website aggregator to get you DGENs out of the basement. All right. And then I took a $9 and 99 cent payment through PayPal on that membership to get, to get it going. You know what I mean? So look here, guys, that for me, that's life-changing for me because now I know that in IRL, hypothetically, let's just say I have a product, I can have a product, fit it in a box, put a website, get paid in crypto or by PayPal, whatever it is on that website, and get it drop shipped. So so I'm looking at e-commerce now. That's 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 my token, is a clothing line and an e-commerce site um, with with my domains. And those those websites you know, they, they have to, you know, the SEOs have to be there. We, we have to get that dot right now. It's dot East limo. You know what I mean? We're using dot East dot limo. And, and once we can dump this dot limo, which is, you know, that's down the road, that's probably a whole nother conversation, but right now building on these dot East dot limos, um, with one W three has been so easy. Um, I think we had like 115 websites built just in my space the other day, the vine, I host the vine Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1230 PM Eastern standard time. And we had 115 websites built on one W three the other day. So build it guys, build it and they will come. Let's use this technology. Let's support this domainer expo. I think I'm, I'm going to jump on Matt's train right there to say, this is perfect timing for us to go in there. Especially we all know next year with the Bitcoin having and this and that, and there's a lot of talk about a bull run coming. And I, I, I don't know. I know it's all speculation. This, this whole space is speculation, but at the end of the day with people like Matt, like Ishmilly, you know, hydrate coming in, Hadias making websites like that guys let's all do our part if we all do our part we build each other up we lift each other up web3 will accomplish what we believe it should accomplish love that and i like the sentiment around building the e-commerce sites because at the end of the day when i'm sitting with people who don't own any of these web3 domains and they say what can i use it for i can speak to that with the e-commerce integrations and and building sites or a lot of the big um things I cited in the article are about the XMTP and the other messaging integrations that have happened and unstoppable again, like extending the olive branch, they've integrated the ENS messaging. So you can have that counter interoperability. It's, it's so cool to see that. Um, I would hey, don't forget, Hey, don't forget unstoppable. Take your credit card. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, man. There's a lot of us that fall short on ETH. And that is one thing that I love about unstoppable is I can go 
renew my domains and shit with my credit card if I have to. Yeah, yeah, that's useful. And, you know, um, I would say right now, just looking at the market, like if you go and buy a stock or even if you buy a crypto coin, you know, that's kind of like no action needed where the team's doing everything and you might be in the community. But when you're buying domains, whether it's Web 2 and Web 3, it's, it's personalized. You know, you can get ones that you like. Like my first unstoppable domain was 2018. And I wasn't claiming things I thought would go up in value. I was claiming things that I liked the word. I want that domain. So um, I, I, there's something to be said for people personalizing their identity online. I mean, you got people who have a thousand pairs of shoes in their closet. You got people that have so many things because people like buying things. They like to have, they like to collect. And so being able to do that worldwide and exchange in Web3, I think is powerful. And I think sometimes we don't think about that. If I want to, you know, I'm new to the Web2 game. I'm sure that there's a lot of different ways to exchange domains. The only one that I'm aware of is using GoDaddy, going in and, and you search a domain in there and it says, oh, there's a broker. A broker could help you negotiate this price. Where if you use OpenSea and you're trading domains, you can offer back and forth. You don't need that middleman. And then, you know, trading Web3 domains, it's on a blockchain. It's not on a private server that is updated later and you don't get to see the action. So I think people are getting away from, you know, concealed trades, concealed volume. I trade regular stocks. I don't know if it's being manipulated. At least on chain, you can see everything that's happening. And that little, you know, nudge of decentralization, I think, goes a long way. People want to see the supply. They want to see what's out there. And I think you see more money flowing into those things where you can measure the, uh, the amount of tokens or the amount of domains that exist versus this private server and hiding and concealing. So I think we're kind of breaking into a new dawn. And that's why I called the article A New Dawn for Domains, one of the ones I wrote previously, um, because I think people are waking up to the power of this technology. And Unstoppable, I have to say, like, you know, I, I love ENS, I love .eth. Unstoppable has, has done a really good job marketing, getting out there, trying to get in the ear of people who don't know anything about this. And um, that, that's one of the reasons I'm here. Yeah, if I could chime in, I think, you know, we talk about the utilities of a domain being for a website. That's very valid. But social media has also taught us that, you know, we need a, a name brand, right? Um, every single one of us has a name that we like to be addressed by here on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook, or whatever it is, right? And each one of these is a one-of-one, one, right? There's, there's only one Flexa.eth on Twitter. There's only one Ishmili.eth. I mean, of course, you're going to get knockoffs or whatever, right? But I think the, the idea that, you know, social media has billions of users that have an identity, but on borrowed land um, is, 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 is sort of like a gateway to the promise of Web3, when we actually own those identities, when Elon Musk can't take at music from you or at X, right? Because of the terms of service, you know, that, that concept of that vision of a decentralized social media is, is one of the most slept on utilities of Web3. Um, I believe that new platforms will emerge. Um, you know, I believe that existing platforms will, will innovate and, and change the way they're doing business. Um, we're seeing friend tech right now um, showing a new type of social media, right? And that's still super early, right? So I think that these Web3 domains have more power than just building websites, in my opinion. And I think that's, that, that to me is really the killer app, is that digital identity, which goes beyond just a website. And that, that applies to individuals and, and you know, enterprises as well of all sizes. Yeah, um, I I tend to agree with that point, and I'm actually very strongly like maybe an identity maximalist, right? if I was going to say my viewpoint on what Web3 domains can do, because I really like focusing on the things that are different um, from Web2. And if you think about that, that means that a different set of names are going to be interesting in Web3 than in Web2. So in Web2, you want you know cars.com because that's where someone's going to come and buy a car. Uh, but in Web3, you may want your gaming handle. 
right? <laughs> and uh, so, like, you know, I'm young Shamu on a couple of different places where I play. And so you're going to want a very different name, I think, uh, in Web3, which I think is interesting. And then to speak on Unstoppable's place, uh, you know, we basically decided this year that we want to be the one-stop shop for all Web3 domain stuff. And it seems kind of silly in retrospect, but if you look out, you have these things like GoDaddy, and GoDaddy sells 100 different TLD extensions. Uh, and they're assigned, you know, they're the people who are behind .com, for instance. GoDaddy sells .com, right? And when I look at that model for the traditional domain name industry, some old domainers who have been in the industry for 20 plus years said to me, it's like, it's always been this way. There's always going to be that cooperative competition to move the industry forward because you have to have a set of standards. Um, and so we just embrace that. And so we're just stepping into that and we're glad to have uh, .east people and ENS folks over at Unstoppable Domains. And we're going to keep building features and I think it's working. Like we're just trying to move everything forward faster. I'm a big fan of the messaging. Uh, we're That's one product area we're going to continue to you know, invest in this next year i think that may be one of the first really interesting use cases that's a little different for web3 domains versus web2 where consumers will use it every day i could be wrong um, and we built that to be interoperable so not only does it work with your dot uh, eth name or your dot nft or dot x it also works on unstoppable on coinbase and uh, maybe on a Chrome extension browser near you soon, right? <laughs> so, because uh, I know they're working on it over there. Um, and, you know, we're just excited to keep trying to push these things forward. And the bear market, by the way, is absolutely a fantastic time to build. I'll just say, if you look at the market dynamics out there, trading some of the, you know, the NFTs that weren't providing value, trading volume is down 99, you know, percent, right? Um, and yes, trading volume for domains is down a ton as well. But if you actually look at the market, domain names is one of the few areas that is continuing to see investment in builders. Uh, and I think it's because people who can build on things understand the utility that a Web3 domain has that's a little bit different uh, or maybe has more potential uh, than some of the other uh, NFT projects that are definitely struggling uh, during this market. Definitely. And uh, so there's a few people that are requesting to speak. If you guys have any questions, uh, first up, I can bring Web3AM to the stage. All right, you should be up, man. Yo, yo. So just wanted to say uh, thanks for having me on again, guys. Web3AM here. Ishmaeli, Hydrate, Flexster, the, uh, one of the cool benefits of Unstoppable. The other day, I ended up giving them a heads up and said, hey, you got all these guys coming to talk on the space. Can you please protect their names on Unstoppable? So you guys should be able to go to the Unstoppable site. Your account, uh, the domains, if you haven't picked any up, should be protected. And you can just email Unstoppable. So that's another cool thing about Unstoppable compared to some of the other domain services out there. People have their thoughts on it. Some people like every name to be available. I prefer there to be a little bit of room for brands and people to build their identity out. So just wanted to give you guys a shout out. Love that you guys are kind of um, branching in with us, having these conversations. So um, just want to let you know those names are protected. So now. Sure, I'll take hydrate.eth. I'm actually, you know, I, I like stuff that's hard to get. So I've been bugging the Unstoppable account about a couple of domains that I, I think are not available. I'm going to keep plugging away. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of one, ones that I really love that I got back in 2018. I just have to, I haven't ported from Zillica to Polygon yet. So that's one of the things actually on my list to do this week. I have a lot of really dank, um, dot crypto ones though, but yeah, you know, this was my first NFT. I, I bought mine with Litecoin, which is like, you know, if anyone's still using that, I mean, obviously it's trading, but it just shows like, yeah, I'm so happy that I bought those because they don't disappear and I think Unstoppable is up to 1 million holders. And, you know, these are nice because you don't have to renew. I think that's a huge draw. Even, you know, the Web2 domains, you have to pay a renewal. And that's a pain in the neck. If you don't have a ton of money, you might let a couple go. So, um, you know, the Web2 domain world is so interesting. The dot-coms can do so well. And you can make big flips. And I've seen, it's, it's, it's really fun in crypto to watch 
people that started in web three domains and start dabbling in web two. And that's one thing I really urge people. If you're like collecting, flipping, if you're trying to make money on these, the, the web two world has a lot of wonderful networkers. You have Michael Seiger and all these others. And I think, you know, there's a little finesse to that. It's hard to broker, you know, people are like going on Twitter and posting on their threads and some people say, Oh, you're shilling. And some of them say, I'm no, I'm sharing. And it's, it's really a hustle, but, um, I would encourage people unstoppable has absolutely amazing in-person events. If you can make it out to anything like they're doing stuff all over the world. And I cannot tell you how important that is not only to your regular networking, but like even your brokering, you know, you meet people, they put a face to the name and then they see an NFT that you have. And this happens to me all the time. I have a pretty big collection. People hit me up, hydrate. Oh, you got something in your wallet. I want to get, let's make a deal. And it's, it's fun to close deals and post about it and talk about it. So I would say like, you know, there's a lot we can learn from the tra traditional domain world. They've been doing it longer and uh, a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. I'm fully immersed in the web two world. I mean, I'm not trying to brag. I make about $30,000 a month buying and selling web two names and that didn't happen overnight, but it happened because I built a network of mentors and ask the questions and educated myself. And, you know, I make a living flipping Web2 names, and I believe I'm going to make a fortune collecting domain names in general, whether it's Web2 or Web3. you got to be patient, and you have to accumulate quality names, and you have to be educated on how to price them, how to sell them. Um, and there are people that, you know, will laugh at my numbers that do way better than that. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a learning game and there are people who've been doing this much longer than I have. And I always try to explain to Web3 guys, you know, we're, we're in a very speculative space, um, but we're all domainers and Web2 has already established itself. There's a lot of historical data. There's, you know, there are a lot of marketplaces. It's a more mature um, approach to domaining. And it's not like people are not buying websites or domain names to build websites or brands on. Um, you know, you can literally go on namebio.com and look at sales from just yesterday. It's a multi-billion dollar established industry. So while we're accumulating quality web, web three names, um, to me, it's kind of silly to ignore the opportunity with web two names. Um, when I started buying web two names, you know, I, I had a mentor named Ryan Colby who sold $75 million worth of names. And I see guys like Josh down here and Sam Charles. These guys have done very well buying Web2 names. And a lot of them are now taking that same um, you know, mindset and exploring Web3. Um, so I think domaining is just becoming wider. Um, but it's, it's sort of like a self-injustice to say, oh, the way I'm approaching domaining is the only way. I think there's a lot to, to learn from different types of domainers and then you find, you know, the way you want to approach it. So this idea that my way or the highway um, is, is a little bit of ego involved with that. And I, I don't think that's the right approach. I think I got a, <laughs> a question for you in that regard. Like, is there is there common mistakes that you see domainers in general making? Like if you could pass any wisdom to a crowd, like what would you encourage people to avoid doing? I think just not educating themselves. Um, I think just another huge mistake is just thinking that domaining is what you hear on Twitter. <laughs> the best domainers are not even hanging out on Twitter. Right? So I think it's just a matter of just really not educating yourself. Um, and I think it's just a matter of just people um, believing their own bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, my name you know, is the best name because you happen to just acquire that name. The best names cost money. You know, most names that you hand register are lower grade of names. Um, you have to go out there and acquire these names just like you want to acquire quality real estate, right? Um, you know, beachfront properties cost way more than, you know, say, property in the slums. So just be realistic and understand that you're not a magician. There's a learning curve with everything. Invest in educating yourself, right? Invest in... You know, there are a lot of courses out there that you can buy. And, you know, there's YouTube University where you can learn for free. So I, I think that the best thing you can do is surround yourself with people that are more knowledgeable than you. Um, be humble. Be a student of the game. Ask questions and understand that the names that you hold right now probably are trash. If you can be that humble, 
um, you will be on your way closer to being a successful, profitable donator. Yeah, it's really, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak on that, man, um, please. Um, I'm a, I'm a host over at the ENS Shark Tank, and the Shark Tank space is a space where people can come in and pretty much shill their domains, get some eyes on them, and, and try to make some sales as well as educate. And when we go over there and people come up on stage and they tell us their, their you know, domains, they swear up and down it's a grail. 99% it's trash. You know what I mean? So, so that is going to depend in my opinion on pretty much what your strategy is and what you believe, um, um, you're going to use these domains for. Now we got to the point where we're learning that even in the English language, certain words can mean different things. Um, a, a prime example, Australia, they call the trunk of a car, the boot and the hood of a car, the bonnet. So let's just say you have boot.eth. Are you talking about trunks? Are you talking about boots themselves? I mean, there's just a, a different a different aspect or a different way to look at it. Names as well, first names and surnames. Now we're talking about identity. So I think it's going to pretty much be based on a person's strategy and what they believe their roadmap kind of contains for that domain. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree. Most of you guys look in your wallet. You might have one or two semi-decent domains <laughs> that might make you some money. But, yeah, there's a lot of trash. And, and I'll put my hand up. I have got trash in my – my community clowns me for the trash I have in my wallet. You know, I'll drive down the road and see a word on the side of the street, and I'll go mint it. You know what I mean? Straight up. I'll go mint it just because it was available. It doesn't mean that it's good. It, it, it just means it was available at the time. And, and I became addicted to doing that. That's yeah, when I was no. actually in one of Ishmaeli's spaces. And when I was in one of Ishmaeli's spaces, I was learning a little bit more about Web2. And then I learned about the GoDaddy thing and try to go over there and get some domains. And, and that's why I really do enjoy these spaces or educational. Don't, don't be stingy with your knowledge, guys. Knowledge is power and you should share it. You should share it. So I'll, I'll share with you, Flexter. Thank you for that. Uh, yesterday, Monty Khan, he was saying that words that are pretty commonplace, repeatable, like dictionary, things that you see often in the industry are the ones that might raise the most. All the people that picked up domains that started with GM from even Unstoppable, we'll see where those go because we all know GM, GM, everyone's saying good morning. And I had picked up on that credit drop last month, Degenerate.x. So we'll see if there ends up being a degen in this space that ends up wanting something like that. But like you said, what would they use it for? Are they going to use it for branding? Are they going to use it as a username to chat with people or play video games online? It's really going to depend on the use case. But the thing that I like when looking at these compared to Web2 domains, there's a hell of a lot more use cases that you can use these for. 100% I agree. And again, as old as I am, I've seen porn took over first, web web two, web one, <laughs> web zero. Soon, as soon as you could put porn online, porn took over. And then came the gaming and the gambling. So between the porn, the gaming, and the gambling, my strategy, gamer tags. Gamer tags are my strategy because um, it is not just a gamer tag, but it is an identity at the same time. And I have kids that, that play these video games and I look at some of the names, you know, while they're playing those games and there's a lot of digits behind those names and things like that. And I would, you know, I could only imagine these people don't want those, you know, six or seven digits behind their name, but that's all they could get at the time for their gamer tag. And then, you know, the, the newest thing, of course, that has been resolvable that, in, in my opinion, might do a thing. Everybody that has a cash app, well, the beginning of your cash app handle starts with a dollar sign. So cash tag your name or cash tag a product, um, you know, that, that I don't know. I, I just think it's relatable when you start talking about symbols inside of domains as well. So depend, you're right, 100% Web3. Uh, it's, it's, it's depending on their strategy and which way they want to go. But I, I do see, even in Web3, porn, gaming, and gambling probably taking the top three spots. Yeah, and you definitely just jogged my memory, Flexter, because I think last year I registered Web3GamerTags.eth. I know I have it in some other forms as well. But, yeah, that's the big thing. Um, Matt, I know we're having a conversation dealing with ENS at some point. Um, GameStop was something that had been announced, like the potential of the partnership last year. So it is the direction that I think we're going to see a lot of these go. And like you said, Cash App, think about YouTube. 
If you're a streamer or a content creator, what about just putting your name right there with a the handle? Then you don't have to go through PayPal or another provider or even have them know that fans are donating to you through your name. So a lot of use cases. Yeah, um, Flexture. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to DM you after this about potentially setting up an episode with the, uh, the Shark Tank idea. Sounds super fun. And back to uh, Ishmael, dude. I saw that you... So you registered artauction.io for $37 and flipped it to 7000 Do you have a lot of stories like that when it comes to flipping domains, or how do those usually go about? Yeah, I do. Um, but I'll tell you this, that the best domainers have a very low sell-through rate, and domaining is also very addictive. So you really have to be very disciplined. Um, I think to increase your odds, you have to have you know, a good collection of names, um, you know, I don't care how good of a marketer you are. Um, a horrible name is very difficult or impossible to sell. But I'll say this. Um, the opportunity with domain names, to me, is probably the best opportunity for anyone um, to get involved with. Because I've bought names um, that I hand-registered, like Art Auction.io and sold for seven grand. Um, I've done that several times. And... There are also names that I've picked up, like I picked up um, 10xwealth.com for $193, sold it for $5,000. I sold lemonlawlawyer.com for fifteen grand. It cost me $1,300 about 30 days before that. And that's not typical. The reason I think that I sell a lot of names more than most people is I back up my names with data. I have my own, you know, there's a method to my madness, right? Um and I look at what everyone else is doing and find what works for me. I also do a lot of outbounding. So I have a team that really will find potential end, end users for a name. So, you know, sometimes we have month-long conversations about selling a name because we're putting the effort to find a buyer for that name. We're not just sitting there waiting for someone to come knock on the door and go, hey, you want some thousands of dollars to this name? Um, so... For me, the best way to approach domaining is to look at the overall big picture, right? Web2, Web3, .com, .io. Look at all the different components in domaining and find what works for you in your situation. Some people I know don't own a large portfolio of domain names, but they've managed to take one domain and monetize from Google AdSense and affiliate marketing and sold those names on marketplaces like Flipper for great amounts of, um, you know, a great multiple. So you can take one domain name and it can change your life. Or you can go out there acquiring thousands and thousands of names and keep waiting for people to come buy them from you, which, you know, the odds of doing that are slimmer than, you know, winning at a game of roulette, right? So I just urge people to be a bit more disciplined. And a good name is what paying for. You know, you mentioned Degenerate.x, right? You know, I don't own a large amount of UD names, but that to me sounds better than most other names that I hand, right? In terms of a gamer tag. So I think a good name sells itself. A good name doesn't have to be, you know, forced, um, you know, down on people. I think when you hear a good name, because every domain name is a one of one. They're all unique. Some people say domains are the original NFTs, which I agree with that narrative, right? So, um, Acquire quality names, price them properly, build out some names so they become, you know, they, they earn you passive income. People make more money when they build things and sit on them. So I'll just leave with that. Yo, Ish. I think you hit it on the head. Sorry. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. One domain is worth more than 100. One good domain is worth more than 100 trash domains. Yeah, and Ish, question I got for you, and this goes for, you know, Flexter, Hydrate, Matt, any of you guys. Um, when it comes to basically selling those domains and the go-to-market strategy, one thought that I've had is the people that are going to try to um, remain anonymous as a domainer are going to have a lot harder of a time because a lot of what people want to see is credibility when you interact with someone on business deals. But my question would be, Ish, where do you see um, things going for domainers that decide to try to remain anonymous as opposed to people that actually dox themselves when they deal with their transactions? Do you see that one of them is going to be harder than the other? I personally think being anonymous will be, but I don't think it's going to flat out stop people from transacting. 
Yeah, I, I think, I honestly don't think it, it makes much of a difference because when you think about it, right, when we show domain names on Twitter, we're really talking to not end users, we're talking to other domainers, right? So the, the upside is much lower than the overall marketplace, right? Where people are actually looking for these names to have some sort of economic advantage or more visibility. So if you prefer to dox yourself, that's cool. If you prefer to remain undoxed, a quality name will always sell itself, right? The cool thing about domains is, especially Web3 domains, is it's pretty transparent, right? People are going to discover your name if you have a quality name. And, you know, Web3 names have different categories that are being established, like, you know, three letters and, you know, surnames and, you know, digits and palindromes and all kind of cool stuff, right? So people, um, you know, have an idea of what a name is worth. Um, and I think that's only going to evolve. So I think for me personally, I, it's, it's a preference thing, right? If you choose to be anonymous, that's cool. If you choose to be out there, to me, that's a slight advantage, but not necessarily if you don't have good names. And do you think that would stick true? Uh, sorry if I'm commandeering any of the conversation, by the way. Um, do you think this would stick true? One of the topics has always been around companies. So not necessarily cyber squatting on someone's domains, but let's say you got something that was close to or was something that a company wanted to purchase. Um, what experience have you had when it comes to dealing with either companies or also if you've ever dipped into um, picking up any domains that might be associated with a brand or a trademark? Well, I have a domain name right now that um, I received a pretty decent offer for that I turned down because I know who's trying to buy it. But the, the truth about Web2 domains, and I believe this will eventually apply with Web3, is we have to respect people's IP and trademarks. Um, people's intellectual property, um, you know, it takes a lot of time to build that. And so I think we have to, you know, thread on that very lightly. Um, you can't just go out there and, you know, pick up Microsoft or certain names that are clearly being used. Um, in commerce, right? But, you know, it's a great area with Web3, but Web2, you know, you, you literally get sued, right? So, you know, most of the names that I buy are names that are not violating people's trademarks, right? So you want to make sure you might look up something like USPTO.gov to make sure there's no trademark. Um, and there are names that could have multiple meanings. So, um you just want to study the craft of domain and, 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 and a big part of that is understanding the impact of IP when it comes to domain names, right? So I've had names that, you know, companies have bought from me, like LemonLawLawyer.com is an actual business, but no one can ever say, oh, you're violating an IP, right? Because you have LemonLawLawyer, because it's also a category, right? No one can claim a stake on that IP. But there's a company now that goes by lemonlawlawyer.com, and I sold them that domain name for 15 grand. Right? So I just try to make sure that I don't buy names that could be violating someone's intellectual property. So if you guys, yeah, could, own any, if you guys could own any Web3 domain, and you just had free reign, free choice, which, uh, which domain would it be and why? I have mine. I have Hydrate. I have Arab.eth. I, I really like the Arabic names. Um, and it's, you know, it's interesting. I've, I've as for Web2, I've been registering a bunch of Neom names. So Neom's that new city that they're supposed to be building in Saudi. And I think, um, you know, with with domains, I always wonder, like, if if people really mass adopt the Web3 domains, how does that affect Web2? And, and do people want to buy domains and packages? For, for example, if you have the Twitter at and also the domain in Web3 and also the domain in Web2, can those be sold in a package? Is it possible to broker that? I wanted to ask the panel, are you all seeing interest in that kind of thing? Those names are always going to be more valuable. If you can pair up a name with the social media handles, now you're, you're, you're definitely adding value um, to that name. Um, so I, I think that's one of those hacks. 
that, you know, people who sell what's called brandables um, need to be, be more aware of. Like, if I have a name that means nothing, but it's pronounceable and recognizable and, you know, maybe short, and I'm able to offer it with the social media handles, that's certainly more desirable than a name that somebody already has an Instagram or somebody already has a Twitter. Um, so I think that's, that's one of those things that maybe older domainers don't play because, you know, some of them might be oblivious to social media. But as the world changes, I think that's one of those things where we'll separate, you know, names in terms of quality. Um, if you can bundle names with the social media handles, um, they're certainly worth a lot more. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. 100%. And I have some friends, too, who own, like, a bunch of the same uh, domain with different TLDs, and they have it, like, in a little bundle on OpenSea. And then going to uh, to Flexter, I think you had your, your hand up. Do you have any questions or anything you want to add in? Oh, no, actually, um, I was, I was going to speak on that doxing topic, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean, earlier you were you were talking about that, and myself, I was undoxed. Um, and okay, so just to let you guys know, ENS Maxis, the actual NFT, um, like our our purpose is to to promote, support, and everything ENS. I mean, that, that's just what we do over there, right? So I like to onboard other communities ENS. I mean, I, I got on Chain Monkey and to try to onboard a lot of those guys in the ENS Rask. Um, punks 2023 I, I keep going into these communities just supporting and promoting ens because that's our purpose now i wasn't very successful being undoxed but once i did become doxed i was way more successful in the onboarding process so so i, I mean i i guess it's a double-edged sword i do understand that people want their privacy and, and they believe it's a part of a safety and security measure um, that's why I took the job as the IRL event coordinator with the team, because I do get to travel around the world and meet my community hosting these IRL events. We are having an IRL event um, after the Domainer Conference, actually. On the 7th, right after the Domain Conference, the NS Maxis community is all meeting at Margaritaville there on the, um, on the Strip in Las Vegas in homage to Jimmy Buffett passing away this year. So um, doxing for me personally has been way more beneficial than being undoxed. Um, it's yeah, just, it's, that's there. It is there. I mean, that's really the story. I think, especially if you're trying to broker deals and you're anonymous, I, like me personally, I'm not as interested in buying anything from someone that's anonymous unless it's listed on the floor on OpenSea. I don't have to know you. I get what I need. But if you're trying to share with me art or domains, and you have just like a, a random cartoon profile picture, you know, I, I see that. But can I look more into your identity? At least see that. You're on shows or you're on videos or you, you know, have some kind of professional background. If someone's account can just disappear and there's no way of ever tying them to anything, to me, like especially art, I'm real shy to buy that. So I think, you know, being um, undoxed has a lot of drawbacks, especially if you're trying to promote a project where I think the, the value of being a real person on the Internet right now has never been higher. And the value of having non share or non-shill interactions has never been higher like we have to remember like we're all doing a business we're all doing stuff to make money but sometimes we just want to see like what do you what did you make for dinner where, where are you going this weekend you know show us some stuff that like you're an actual person and your entire account is not just dedicated to uh economic activity that's that's nice to see thank you Oh, sorry. And it looks like we have uh, about four more li minutes left in the space. Uh, Hydrate, Ishmili, Flexer, uh, Matt, anything you guys want to add in or, or plug before we end it? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll go first on this one. Um, I have to plug the Domainer Expo. <laughs> I have to. December 6th and 7th in Las Vegas, guys. Please be there. It's probably going to be the most educated conference for us as domainers all year long so please be there and i will also say um there is an eth conference in miami at the end of this month ethereum now this this is just an ethereum conference um it's east miami and that's on october 27th 28th and 29th so that's here at the end of the month and that's over halloween weekend down in miami on the 27th the ens maxis community will be hosting an irl event at winwood brewery there in um and beer and tacos are on the team so you guys come and meet a few maxis down in Miami for the East Conference. Beer and tacos are on the maxis. Thank you guys for having me. 
Ooh, what shall I plug? Let's see. I have .arab domains that you can mint on ENS Vision. And they're vanity. Like, basically, you can't, like, really use them. You can't send stuff to them um, because it switches. So, like, you can make a single character subdomain, and it actually puts the Arab part on the left. So the subdomain's in the middle. It's like a, something broken with Arabic text that I don't think will ever be fixed. So if you want to check out that in that previous article I wrote, um, it's there. By the way, hi, great. I do own alshaik.eth. Yeah, Sheikh, mashallah, yeah, Sheikh, Sheikh. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I can't help it. I have to let you guys again double down on what Flex just said. Um, check out domainexpo.com. We have um, about 30 confirmed speakers. We're going to end up with 40 or more. Um, the goal is to have 500 people there that are trying to invest in themselves by building a stronger network. Um, learning what's going on in domaining. Um, so if you are a builder, if you're a serious, true domain investor, um, if, you, if you're someone who wants to be able to comfortably say I'm a profitable domainer, I think this is very, very important. Um, it's inclusive, so it doesn't matter if you just started doing domaining or you've been doing it for 20 years. It's not a static space, it's evolving. Um, I'm honored that Matt will be there as a speaker. Flex is going to be there as a speaker. Um, and I think we're going to keep working on creating awareness for the conference. And I, I promise you guys, it's definitely going to be worth the trip out of Vegas. So check out domain at expo.com. Um, if you want to participate in any capacity, just please feel free to DM me. And um, I also urge you guys to um, let's stop all the divisiveness, um, you know, you know, pumping our bags is, is human, but at the end of the day, we're all human and we all approach things differently. So let's respect the diversity that's shaping up in Web3 domains and stop all this. This is a scam and that is a scam. I think we can separate ourselves from PFP projects with that level of maturity and respect the fact that we're all domainers. And just like in the Web2 space, some people are .com maximalists, right? Um, we can love our approach to domaining, but we have to be respectful of our other fellow Web3 domainers. So I appreciate the opportunity, and I hopefully I'll meet some of you guys in person in Vegas later on this year. 100%. And uh, yeah, Ishmili, Hydrate, Flexter, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'm going to pass it back off to Matt, see if there's any any closing thoughts. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to say that this is an excellent panel. Um, I hope that everyone who came here today hang out at the space i hope you guys learned something i think you know we're gonna keep doing more like this right and you th people think domaining is easy but it is really deep and the most successful domainers they take years to get good at this game and not only that you, the domain industry digital real estate is growing super fast just because people are moving online more right it's a growth industry and i think web3 you know is going to be the fastest growing part of this industry. Of course, I would say that, right? I'm very biased um, over the next five to 10 years. Uh, so there's just a ton of opportunity here if you keep your ears open and you're trying to learn. So, and I will tell you guys, I am not the best domainer. I'm like, I'm not the best at picking the best domains, right? Um, and then also just internally on unstoppable domains, uh, we ask our employees not to speculate on domain names. They actually have, they can, they can do, uh, we, we give a budget every year for everyone um, to go and get some domains. Cause we, you know, obviously we want everyone who works at Unstoppable to be a domainer in, in one respect. Uh, but we also want to avoid, you know, any, any kind of scandals that could potentially come from that. But I'm actually not very good at uh, picking out domains. Uh, but what I am good at and what I stay focused on in Unstoppable Domains is building a better industry for domainers to be successful. And, you know, we mentioned it earlier on the space. You know, uh, I think it's incredible that a digital product like domain names are now ex more expensive 25 years later and on the renewal fee instead of being cheaper, right? And that's one of the reasons why we do no renewal fees at Unstoppable Domains. And I also think it's kind of uh, shocking that the domain industry hasn't moved into digital identity or really doing a lot of innovation in the past 25 years. There's so much that can be done here um, from a tech perspective. So, you know, we, we respect everyone who's been here and we have a ton to learn from those people. Uh, but 
you know, my focus at Unstoppable and what we're going to be doing is really just trying to build as many tools as we can, as we can to increase the utility of these products, which I think can change the internet. Um, and that's why we founded the company because I think there's a lot of problems online with you not being able to own your identity uh, and people not being able to see you rep that across different places and seeing your reputation when they're interacting with you. Uh, and we want to get, we want to get there. And to do that, we got to have great discussions with people who actually know how, who do the domaining, right? Like you guys. Um, and so I just want to say thanks to everyone who's on stage today for coming up and bringing just great knowledge and we'll keep doing this. And uh, I'll see you guys at the conference in December. Thank you, Matt. And Ish, check your DMs. Awesome, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap it up for now. And to anybody who requested to speak, um, I'm going to time it out better next time. We had a lot of speakers today. But in the future, I'll dedicate five minutes just so we can get to everybody's questions. But uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day. And yeah. <laughs>